0: What up, world? It is your boy, Anthony, back with the F-16 Photography Podcast, Episode 7. I missed uh, I missed my episode on Wednesday, so it feels like it's been forever since I've recorded a podcast. And I recorded the last two episodes the same day, I think. I can't remember. It was a busy week, so... Yeah, I didn't get to the podcast on Wednesday and that's just how it go. You know, I told myself when I did this, when I started this podcast that I wasn't going to stress myself out about it. I'm going to have a schedule, but if I can't record something one day, wasn't going to make a big deal about it. And so that's what happened Wednesday. But we're back. We are back. Episode seven. Hopefully you've been good. How you feeling out there? I'm feeling good, feeling great. Um it is uh, it's Saturday. It's the weekend. So all is good in the world. All is good. Hopefully you guys have been staying safe, staying healthy. Uh, I'm curious what you think about the uh, COVID vaccine. Are you guys getting the COVID vaccine? Who's in? Who's out? I'm not going to make I'm not going to talk about the, the COVID vaccine, but I'm curious who's uh, who's getting it. I've I've done some research. I've been back and forth on it. And uh, yeah, just curious. uh what you guys think of it so let me know let me know what you think so anyway let's jump into this podcast and in this one we're talking presets and presets are like herpes in the photography world (laughs) they're everywhere everyone has presets everyone is selling presets pushing presets hustling presets there's nothing wrong with that know I'm never gonna knock someone's hustle you know make your money get your paper but uh, yeah presets are I have a feeling about them and so that's why I wanted to talk about it on the podcast because I don't have a problem with presets in general I do have a problem with people selling presets and buying presets now again I'm not hating on anyone that's doing it. I'm not knocking anyone's hustle. Do your thing. Where I stand right now, I personally will not sell presets. Now, if in the future that ever changes, I'll have to eat my words and I'll have to own up to that. But where I stand right now, I would not sell presets. And I want to jump into the issue that I have with people buying presets. I guess there's not necessarily anything wrong with people selling presets, but for the people buying presets I have an issue with that. And let me tell you why. Well, before I tell you why, let me back up and let me just talk about presets in general. Presets are a wonderful thing. They help you edit faster. They help you do things faster. Presets are essentially just a bunch of settings that get applied when you click a particular preset. That's basically all it is. So if you are in Lightroom or Capture One or whatever editing software you use, when you're going through and you're adjusting those individual settings, a preset is basically doing all of that for you. So you can click a button, it does all these settings and you get this look in your image. So from a time perspective and an efficiency perspective, presets are a wonderful thing, right? But where the problem comes in, in my opinion, and again, this is my opinion. Obviously, it's my podcast, so it's just my opinion. Feel free to agree. Feel free to disagree. That is totally up to you. But this is my opinion. The problem that I have with people who are buying presets, a couple couple of problems. Number one, you're not really understanding what it is the preset is doing. You click it and you see what it's doing to the image, but fundamentally you have no idea what is happening. You know that settings are being changed. You certainly can look at the value of settings and see that settings are being changed, but do you know why they were changed? Do you know why the, the blacks were increased or increased? Do you know why the shadows were increased or decreased? Do you know why this the tone curve was the way that it was? Do you know why the color was done this way or that way? For a lot of people, and this isn't to say that everyone that uses presets didn't take the time to try to understand those fundamentals, Before a lot of people who are doing presets, they're doing presets based solely off of the look of it. Okay. And there isn't necessarily anything wrong with that, but there's always a problem. Well, I guess I just contradicted myself. There's always a problem in photography when you do something at the click of a button or you're doing something, but you don't fundamentally understand it because if that thing goes away, How do you replicate your look? When it comes to presets, if your entire portfolio or how you have developed your style is centered around a preset, what happens if for whatever reason that preset goes away and now you no longer have that preset? Can you still create that look without the preset? Do you still understand what has been done without that preset? I think a lot of people don't. A lot of people either don't take the time, don't care to or simply can't understand fundamentally what is going on with the preset. So they have all these things where they go through and they just click something. And when something looks good, that's great. But they can't do that without the preset. If that preset went away, if that the program that you're using for whatever reason, if it went away, you would have no idea how to duplicate that style. So that's probably the biggest problem that I have with people buying presets is that you have no true understanding of what the preset is doing. The second problem that I have with that is that you are essentially creating a style that's based off of someone else's style. Okay, so if you're buying a preset from someone, now let me preface. There probably are a lot of YouTubers and a lot of people that are pushing presets that likely don't sell presets that's the true look of what they use in their portfolio. I know a lot of them say it. A lot of them say, oh, I use this preset all the time. I, I use these and you know this, that, and the other. Personally, I don't believe that most of the time because if you go to their portfolio, If you look at their work, a lot of times that work doesn't look like the presets that they're pushing. So that's a telltale sign that you're lying. You're not using the presets that you're selling to people because of course they don't want to sell their preset to a thousand people. And then a thousand people have the same look that they have. That's the second problem that I have with presets is that this is someone else's style, this is someone else's vision, someone else's creative thought, and you're simply taking that and applying that to your image and then saying, hey, here's my image, it's great. Now, there are some people that use presets as a starting point, and that's fair, and I'll touch on that in a minute, that is fair, but for a majority of people that I know that are using presets, in terms of the style and the aesthetic that the preset creates, they're not doing much adjustments, okay? If you apply a preset and you increase the exposure a little bit because the image is a little dark after the preset is applied, that's not what I mean by a starting point. That's not really a starting point. That's making minor adjustments, but for all intent and purposes, when you look at that image, the look of it is still the same. You really haven't changed anything. So you're using these presets and now your work is looking like someone else's. And depending upon how much that preset has been pushed, there could be a lot of people out there that have your look. Now, devil's advocate would say, yeah, it could have went to 10,000 people and all 10,000 people can be in different markets. Very much. So that is, that is true. Certainly not saying that, you know, someone, In your market, you know, 10 people in your market is using the same preset and you guys all have the same look. It's possible. It definitely can happen. And if that were to happen, go back to point one. Do you fundamentally understand the preset? Can you make adjustments? Can you change it? Can you develop a new style? What does that do to your clientele base? If you do change your style, perhaps they like the style that you've been using with that preset. What happens if you have to change that style? Do all of a sudden you have to start over? These are things you have to think about. When you're using presets so number one don't fundamentally understand number two your work is looking like everyone else's do i have a number three i'm, not, <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm starting to n- n- number them off i'm not even sure if i have a number three i think those are really the two biggest problems that i have with presets now when it comes to presets i am a big fan of presets when you create them yourself because again going back to what i said at the beginning of this podcast presets are a time saver they are very efficient when it comes to editing photos if you have a style that you have created your own style 100 percent make presets so that way when you're going through an editing you speed up your editing and you cut your time in half or more By using presets that you have created, I think presets are a wonderful thing when you create them, when it is your style, your your creation, your work, your thought, your eye. When it's you that creates them, I have no problems with presets. I am not anti presets. I use presets all the time, but it's presets that I have created to essentially speed up my workflow. So, you know, presets are what they are. They're pushed very heavy. And I'll say it again, because I never not hustle, especially when it comes to making money. I always support people making their money when they're doing it ethically and, with, and morally. So definitely wouldn't knock them, but they're pushed so hard on YouTube And I think a lot of the people that are even creating these presets, I really don't feel like they put a lot of thought and time and effort into having very refined presets. I see a lot of images that people are throwing presets on. And the biggest thing that I see that really irks me is that skin tones often are just destroyed, destroyed. And when you are shooting portraits, when you are shooting people. In my opinion, the skin tone is the most important thing when it comes to color in the image. If the skin doesn't look right, to me, the image is no good. You have to have the right skin tone. I often see skin tone that is way too cool. I see skin tone that has way too much green cast skin tone that is way too desaturated. And it's a look. It's definitely a look. If you go on Instagram, you go on 500 PX, you go on Flickr, you go on Pinterest, you see a ton of it. I've never been on board with that look. For those that like that look, that's all good. Not knocking you. This is this means no disrespect to anybody. But for me, skin tone is important. The skin needs to look like how that person's skin looks in real life. If I was getting a portrait done and someone took a picture of me and they delivered that picture to me and I was light skinned or I look white, I am a dark skinned dude. If I get that picture and I look light skinned or I look white, I don't give a damn about anything else in that photo. I don't care if compositionally it's the best I've ever seen. I don't care if the, the, the overall color and tone of the image is great. I don't care if my expression is great. If I don't look like a dark skinned brother, that photo fails to me. Skin tone is king for me in portraits. You have to get that skin tone right. And a lot of times when you're using presets, especially when you don't understand the fundamentals of that preset, you apply it and it doesn't work for everybody. It doesn't work for every skin tone. It doesn't work for every lighting scenario. And people use these presets and just push it on every one of their photos. And a lot of times the photos come out looking like trash in my opinion even the ones where you get the preset packs you know where you have the 10 or 15 or 20 or 100 different presets and you know it's meant to be used for certain scenarios every photo shoot that you do unless it's you're doing everything in studio and your lighting is exactly the same and your 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 environment is exactly the same every portrait that you take in different location different lighting different subject every one is different it's very hard to have a preset that just works for every image now it helps when you can get the lighting good in all of your shots because then when you apply your presets if you start with a good base so your lighting is good the lighting on the subject is good if you start with a good base then yes the preset will obviously work better for you on a consistent basis but in generalities every session is different the lighting is different the person is different the skin tone is different you can't just take a preset and slap it on every session that you do and expect it to look good that goes back to if you're using presets and it's a starting point it kind of gets you there to start and then you adjust from there that's all good if you're doing that If you're the photographer the hobbyist or retouch or whatever, and you're using presets and it's a starting point and you always tweak it to still make sure that everything is balanced and everything looks good, that's cool. I still think in a lot of ways, you're just duplicating someone else's style. So I still kind of have a problem with it, but at least if you're tweaking it so that things look good in each image that you have and that you're creating, then that's cool. But if you're not doing that, If you're just using presets and you're applying them to your images and you're not making any meaningful tweaks and by meaningful, I mean something outside of just increasing exposure or maybe bringing up the shadows, that sort of thing. If you're not making meaningful tweaks, I really encourage you to think twice about that being your workflow, because aside from the fact that your images are going to look like everyone else's, aside from the fact that it can destroy skin tones and it can destroy overall color. The biggest problem with it, and I don't want to sound like a broken record, but this is the most important thing in my mind, is that if for whatever reason that preset goes away, you are left high and dry. And if you are using presets in a business situation, where you have a business, again, what does that do to your client base if the look of your images has to change because that preset goes away? And the problem is people often think, well, how would it go away? You know, the preset's not gonna go away. The program, I I use Lightroom, it's not gonna go away. You never know what can happen. What if your computer gets stolen or it dies or something gets corrupted? And you don't have that preset anymore and you can't get it again because the person that you bought it from isn't selling it anymore. Or something happens with the program that you're using and you have to switch to a new program or you just choose to switch to a new program. Don't defend that you may never lose it. Think about what you would do if you did lose it. Would you still be able to keep the style that the preset created for you? Would you still be able to produce the same look in your images if you weren't using a preset? If you can't say with confidence that you can still create that same image with that same style, that same look, that same tone, that same color, if you can't say with confidence that you can do that, You're in a very vulnerable position, and I would encourage you wholeheartedly to think twice about putting so much weight on a preset. So presets aren't bad. Even using someone else's presets aren't bad, but I don't recommend that. What I recommend is that you create your own style first, then you create your preset off of that. That way you are creating a look that is unique to you. A look that is a look in style. That is something that you have created. And then you create the preset to make your workflow more efficient. That is what I recommend. I don't care about all these people on YouTube pushing the presets. And I know they're only five bucks or they're only 10 bucks. Some of them can be more than that. And again, I'm not knocking in if there's anybody listening to this that is pushing presets. Hold on. <clears throat> I'm So sorry. If there's anyone that's listening to this. That is pushing presets. I'm not knocking that keep keep pushing your presets. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep making your money. But I guess I would say, hey. Not that any any of the you guys would do this probably, but if I were pushing presets, I would push very heavy that if you buy my presets, I want them to be a starting point and I want you to understand what it is I'm doing. I would probably create a video explaining what it, what it is I've done in the preset so that people can understand what the values mean in the settings that I've changed versus just looking... You know, when you think about it, when you don't understand what the preset is doing, it's like putting an IG filter on it. When you upload a picture to IG and you slap a filter, you have no idea what the filter is doing. You just look at it and you say, I like that look and that's that. You apply it, you post it, you move on. You have no idea how to duplicate that. You have no idea what the filter is doing. If that filter goes away and that's what you love, you want your your pictures to look like that, how would you do it? If you just went in and edited the photo, How you would have no idea what to change to be able to get that look. Presets to me are the same thing. They're IG filters in the photography space. Most people have no idea what they're doing. That's a problem. Just understand what it's doing. Take the time to understand the details of what the preset is doing so that if it goes away or if you want to tweak it, if you want to modify it or whatever, you know what it's doing, you know why it's doing what it's doing and then you can go from there. Again, use that as a starting point. I think that's key. So that's what I would encourage. Don't rely 100% on presets. Especially for new photographers getting into the space. I know Lightroom, Capture One, Those platforms can definitely be daunting. It could seem like a lot. It isn't. I'm telling you, if you get in there and you just spend some time playing around with things and just move sliders and see what is happening when you move those sliders, you can understand what's going on. And then as you do that more and more, you'll start to fundamentally understand. Are you guys keeping track of how many times I say fundamentally? I should have said every time I say fundamentally, you got to take a shot or something. Everyone will be drunk by the end of this. (laughs) Um, But move those sliders so that you understand what is happening. And once you have that understanding, then when you look at an image, you'll know exactly what to do. If you look at an image and you're like, ah, the shadows are a little dark, you know, to go to the shadows and raise the shadows a little bit. Or, you know, to go to the blacks and raise the blacks a little bit. If the image looks flat, you know, let me add a little contrast. If the highlights are blown out a little bit, you know to go to the highlights or the white sliders and pull those back a little bit so that way you can get that detail back in your highlights. That's all presets are doing. But if you don't understand why it's doing what it's doing, then you you have no idea if you have to do it yourself what to do. So take the time to learn how to do these edits before you start worrying about presets, even if you're new to the game, even if you're just getting in To editing, it is not as difficult as it seems. Trust me. You just have to take the step to jump in there. So, that is all I have on this podcast. I don't want to keep rambling on and on and on about it. Clearly, you know where I stand on presets. I'll say it again because I'm used to having to repeat things a thousand times when I make YouTube videos because people seem to get offended all the time. I say what I say. I mean what I mean. I feel what I feel. But I will say again, this is no knock on anyone that is pushing presets. This is no knock on anyone that has purchased presets. And it is no knock on anyone that uses presets that are not theirs to each their own. You do you do whatever you want to do. This is just my opinion. And if you if you were smart, you would heed it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But uh, anyway, I appreciate you uh, listening, tuning in, supporting me, all that good stuff. Hopefully you've been staying safe, staying healthy, staying sane, getting out and enjoying the world for what it is. A random thing. I just thought about when I just thought about world, the world, well, at least here in America has been overrun by the Bernie memes. I did not look at the inauguration stuff myself, uh, but I realized there was obviously something about it when I started seeing all of these memes and photos with Bernie Sanders photoshopped into him. And I've seen some pretty hilarious ones. There are some that have definitely been pretty funny. So if you have not seen any, I don't know what rock you're living under because I don't know how you could not. But if you haven't seen any Google them, there are some some very comical ones and they will definitely bring a little bit of uh, laughter and joy to your day. So definitely go check those out. And uh, yeah, so until the next one, stay good, stay safe, stay healthy, all that good stuff. And I will talk to you on the next episode. Peace out.